bonus episode Monday, not Tuesday? What is going on here? Is there an episode of Bad Science or not? Yes, there is. It's coming tomorrow. Relax. This is just a little bonus interview episode because I got the chance to talk on the phone to Academy Award winner Guillermo Navarro about his new show, Hostile Planet. So here's that interview. Check it out. He's a really smart, interesting guy. And then I will see you tomorrow for a regular episode. Enjoy. Guillermo. Yes. Thanks for joining us. I'm, I'm a very big fan of yours. Excellent. Yeah, um, so we're, we're talking about Hostile Planet today, a new series that you are executive producing. What drew you to this project? What, what are you excited about? Well, I was very excited. To, uh, there was a tremendous opportunity to, to, to talk about what it's like to be an animal today. There's this tradition of um, natural history movies that are, go back, I don't know, 50 years. Certainly, a polar bear 50 years ago is not the same as today. But for me, the most important thing was to bring film language into the narrative. One of the things that we spotted immediately was that the storytelling of the traditional form was driven by a voiceover. So it's someone talking throughout the documentary, explaining you what you're seeing and what you're supposed to understand, etc., etc. And the visuals are illustrating that text. And also the, the visuals were driven to find those moments that I that I called uh, the paparazzi moments, where you have to see the kill, you have to see this, those highlights. And then right. there was really no stories around it. It was just this uh, relentless hunt, no? Of one animal after yeah. the other. But there was no there were no stories either of the of the ones that are left behind or or, or what happens to the family of the predator, etc. So what I wanted very much was to create an emotional arc and so you could engage with the animals. We, I wanted to be able to, to tell the story with a very strong doses of film language where we would have to accumulate the amount of shots to build sequences in, the, in the enough angles so we can actually build a dramatic scene and not just be from the distance with long lenses capturing what the animals what the animal behavior was at a distance and observing them for me it was very important as part of this change that had to deal with our times because i think that film language is the language of our times we cannot conceive our lives without images at this point was that was to bring to bring the visual narrative and um and once we were able to to find a way to put the, the lens where it had to be and make it a much more immersive experience, so it was more experiencing what it's like to be them or with them as opposed to observing them from the distance. And so that wow. was a big challenge. And that was pretty much what I, I brought to, that was my purpose, let's say. One of the most important things that we have to bring back to the question is empathy in the world in general. So it's not only awareness, but you have to understand what it's like to be a turtle, get out of the shell, and, and risk your life to get to the water. So the amount right. of adversity that they go through just to survive is brutal. It was very important for me that that turtle or that whale or that orangutan, whatever, it became a character and not just an animal that we could be observing. Um, so that leads me to another question. Is there... 
was there certain animals you were more excited about capturing or, I mean, the show's called hostile planet. So is, is there certain yeah. animals that are like much more in trouble than others or, or I don't know, just ones that you found fascinating. Well, I find that all the episodes are great and they're phenomenal stories in all of them. I think that the ones that I can, that I treasure the most are the ones where the film language played a very strong role in telling that story. For instance, I, I just by, by chance used the example of a turtle. Have you seen that? Have you seen any of the material? I saw a little. My my internet was bad last night. They sent me the link, and I couldn't load. Uh, but I, I was I was seeing like pictures. Basically, I was like going through a bunch of pictures because they wouldn't load the video. But I mean, oh. you know, what I saw looked phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. So so let's take advantage of that. So you haven't seen it. So now I'm gonna prepare you for what is we're gonna the ride you're gonna have because now you're gonna be able to connect with that turtle or with that orca, etc. Because the the right. camera is going to allow you to experience that. Well, I, it was another question of mine. When you say camera, because I'm, you know, not, I don't want to say a, a super nerd, but I definitely have always had a passion for cinematography. And you're, you know, I'm speaking with a king over here. Uh, were there yeah. certain like techniques or, or, you know, different like things that you had to do specifically? Because it seems like to me what you're describing is not the typical uh, animal documentary where where you're saying they like keep their distance and it seems like you're, you're kind of going in there like in a personal way. So was there something you guys had to do like custom to well, film? Many, yes. Yes. There are many things you have to do, but one of the most important one is that your, your own behavior doesn't affect their behavior. So you cannot go there and then, you know, build a world of equipment and then cage them in or so you, you cannot affect what they're doing. So it's a right, very right. low role where you have to be there you have to sit there patiently and 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 there's certain animals that don't mind that you're walking around nearby but there are others that do and that will affect them and then they're suddenly looking at you instead of looking at what they have to be what they're doing yeah. um, in terms of techniques um i think that now to today's age we have uh, high quality cameras that are small that allows the camera to travel easier to do moving shots easier et cetera, et cetera. So there is, there is a tremendous advantage of that. Uh, you know, use of tools to move. I don't want to promote, I'm not advertising brands or et cetera, et cetera, but, I, but technology sure. has allowed us to do what we were able to do. So there's some, you know, so there's tools to move the camera that before it was much more cumbersome to do it, et cetera. But the purpose was not to show off that technique. The purpose was to allow to build to have the shots that otherwise you would never be able to do. And, uh, and those are the shots that allow us to build, to build that emotional art. So right, the animals, right. okay. they, they become characters. You're with them and you're experiencing things with them. Yeah. And is it, is it focused uh, just again, from the name, I feel like, is there a environmental focus? Like, a, were you also trying to show? Yeah. Absolutely. The planet is hostile because we have contributed enormously of, of making it hostile. In the last 50 years, how old are you? I am 30 years old. Oh, okay. So before you were born, okay? <laughs> this planet has evolved quicker, rapidly, than the last 6 million years. Wow. So the tremendous injection of velocity in terms of development that need the economic needs of the planet, the need to provide food, the need to provide this, the blah, 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 just air travel. Just think in terms of air travel. 
So the right. amount of things that have happened in this little chunk of time have put the wildlife in a place that they were not, of course, prepared for do it, to do it. So all this concept of adapting, you know, like that goes back to the to the academic worlds of, of Darwin and you know, it's a uh, there's no there's no opportunity to adapt anymore. This is changing too fast. So all they can do today is survive. And it's not only that the, that all this acceleration in the, in the development of the world has created, of course, a climate change. That that was one of the aspects and. There are tremendous consequences of that that are not measured just in future. They are measured how the seasons change. So animals that are used to migrate to go to the grasslands, the grasslands are not there. They're either early or too late, or they're already underwater, or you know things like that. Yeah. So the planet for them, which they're also entitled to it, they belong to this planet as well. It's not that when you see a show, they're in somewhere somewhere in in a different you know uh, galaxy. No, they're here. They're here. Yeah, but and, also, uh, don't we don't we not need them, Guillermo? Why do we need animals and plants and and wildlife? I mean, don't can't we just make malls and and be happy? Make malls? No. <laughs> yeah. Can we I, just I have? Uh, so. I would say. I would arcade. say. I, I mean, even even the situation of the zoo makes me unhappy. So the very. Do you know, for instance, there are more tigers in 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 captivity than in the wild? No, I did not know that. It's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. So the the level of so the extinction is you know around the block. They're they're surviving, and that's what this series shows you what it takes to survive. And and the stakes are very very high. And uh, and and the effort of the of the newborns to survive are you know a lot harder. Everything is the stakes are huge. Yeah. Um, well, I hope that you know this brings uh, some awareness, and people can start to wake up in certain ways and and help out the animals. Uh, but I do want to shift gears because, yeah, like I said, I have such a such a wonder here before me, and so I, I would I would be upset at myself if I didn't ask you a little bit about the the process of making movies. So I just I was curious what influence you have on shot selection, for example. I mean, you're working with you know people like Guillermo del Toro and Quentin Tarantino, and so is it different for every director? Do they come and say this is exactly what I want, or or you know, do do you is that what part of what makes you so good that you you know have a some sort of a creative uh, input or control into into these beautiful shots? Well, there's not a single answer to that, and uh, working for different people is a completely different experience from one to the other. What I do bring, and that I I think that has to do with my my upbringing. I was I was raised in Mexico with a huge amount of adversity that somehow I overcome, and uh, and I learned to see the world from down up. And then I moved to the U.S. and and I understand how the world is seen up down from here, and right. so that gave me a very important insight of how to go about understanding things and presenting things. The, I come from a, a, a place that is full of culture, that's full of color, that is extremely visual, that is very sensorial. And, uh, and I bring all that to, to the work that I do, feature or documentary, but I, I bring that, that, I have that way to imprint that. And uh, Del Toro used to say that I bring like protein to the shot. Uh, so you bring what? Propane? Protein. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the the way to to go about and deciding what shot to do, et cetera, et cetera, is that I I 
I have like it. It's part of my way of thinking and, and, and experiencing. And that is that is that I have a film language embedded with me. So I don't see shots as singular things. I see them as points of connectivity with the next one and the next one. So there are many filmmakers that just do a lot of coverage and a lot of shots. And the assemble of the scene is done in editorial where the editor picks things from 40 different sources that you created. The film language forces you to think more on the set and see how you're building the scene. What are the dramatic moments that had to be connected? And for that, you have to design shots, and that is the film language. So you have to see a shot that takes you from here to there, that then is going to cut to the next shot that your designer is going to go and do this and do that, etc. So suddenly, you have some sort of a mini symphony of shots, but they're all integrated. They're not just footage. They are part of that. They become that DNA of the scene. You will need all those shots to build a scene. And that some directors, some filmmakers, some editors, so you, all that clashes with everybody that are used to do things in a different way, which is not nothing. It's not that one thing is better than the other. One is wrong and the other one is right. But this is sort of the way that I see it. And, and, and that is the kind of a, a, a methodology and purpose that I, that I bring to the table when I'm at work. Uh, awesome. And so I have so many questions to ask you. I know we only have you for a limited amount of time. Um, can I just get you here? to verbally agree uh, to work on any project that I'm a part of. Will you just say yes to that? What do you mean? What do you mean? That you're part of it? Yeah. You know, if I want to do a short film or if I'm in a TV show or something, <laughs> that you'll automatically sign on and help out? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, great, great. Okay, so I have that on record. That's nice. Um, and, then, and, then, the- uh, and then you're going to... But then on the other token, then when you are doing podcasts that I'm interested in, then I can jump in too. Oh, no, please. That, you have a revolving door. There's an open door policy here for you. Because, you know, I do think that this is a new narrative that is making headway in in a brilliant way. Because, you know, what happens is that people stop reading. Right. That is a a tremendous, horrible truth. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. What about uh, films? Like, like, have you seen uh, lately any any films that you'd recommend, something that you were into? I, I know this doesn't really have to do with anything. I'm just more curious. Uh, well, I mean, I, I just, I'm, I'm just getting out of a saturation of watching all the movies for the, for the, uh, you know, award season. So I have all that sort of in, in my head now. I think Roman was the, the movie that I liked the most uh, this year. Okay, and again, great. it's a yeah. movie that, that, that carries film language. It's, that's a very good example of film language. I, I have not seen Roma. I have not seen like any of the awards. <laughs> films this year yet I, I'm planning to but yeah I have yeah. people say Star is Born is great and uh, Green Book is great I haven't seen any of these movies okay go watch them then <laughs> okay yeah I will you're right I should <laughs> um, well Guillermo I mean thank you so much uh, you know hopefully we can do this in person next time I, I just really That'll appreciate you taking the time and honestly this this uh, this series Hostile Planet looks extraordinary so I hope people check it out I'm very excited about I'm, it I'm very excited, too. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Yeah. Great. Okay, so I'll, be, I'll see you on the set. All right. Got your name. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.